0: The Six Pointer Podcast
1: Hello and welcome to the Six Pointer Podcast Post-match reaction to Crystal Palace's 1-0 defeat at
0: home to Chelsea this afternoon Uh, I'm here with my brother, Luke How you doing? Evening, Matthew. Yes, apologies in advance to listen to the sound quality of this one. Michael, I've got the mic, so we're doing this old school, straight into an iPhone. Um, hope you enjoy the uh,
1: ambiance. Live right, from the Bridge House Tavern in Penge de la Mer. Uh, So, yeah, at Six Pointer Podcast on Instagram and Twitter, as always, follow, like, share, tell a friend, tell a friend, get involved. Thanks to everyone who's messaged us in the last couple of weeks. Sorry for the uh, lack of pods. Bye what's well, been going uh, no excuse really just haven't bothered yeah. so. and life
0: and life. Things, things have been happening
1: so you know so look Palace made a couple of changes coming into the game today Nathaniel oh, Klein against Chelsea thank you Nathaniel Klein came in for Joel Ward uh, Jimmy Mack and Cech Coyote both came back in today yeah. uh, solid centre
0: midfield pairing there um, apart from that those are no changes, right? I think so. And interesting that uh, see we went with a, a force nine situation, I think it was up front. I think Wilf was playing for the middle with Ayu and um, Schlappi. Uh, Schlappi and, uh, and Elise tend, tend to swap, didn't they, between the two uh, on the wings. Sometimes Elise was behind him, sometimes it was Schlapp. So interesting that, that we went for that. Um, yeah, so, I mean, look, I thought first half we were. we matched Chelsea I didn't didn't think Chelsea were very good at all if I'm honest I don't know if we matched Chelsea or Chelsea were just shit
1: it was was one of those where Palace kind of winning at at the half time break feeling confident of coming out in the second half of doing something right because we always um, we always say we joke but we're half serious as well we are a second half team and um, yeah we kind of nullified Chelsea in the first half I felt Both sides had chances. I mean, Wilf should have scored before half-time. You were queuing for a drink at that point, weren't you? I
0: missed that one, didn't I? Yeah, apologies. I can't really say much to that. But that was probably the best chance of the the first half, was it? Well, from a Palace perspective, certainly.
1: I think Chelsea had a a couple of chances, but nothing of note, really. Um, Yeah, and and, and Palace kind of hard done by, really, to to Wilf not to finish it one-on-one with a keeper with probably, what, a couple of minutes before the the half-time break. But, yeah, I, I think I'd probably agree with you didn't think Chelsea were up too much first half. So that Palace were pretty average as well. So half-time, nil-nil, was a, was a fair, uh,
0: fair outcome. I think I said to you the whole sort of Force 9 or, or sort of no strike, if we're, if we're not considering Wolf as a, as a strike, as it were. I think, like, look, give it 45 minutes, but it was evident in that period that we looked a bit... Um, void of, of, of any sort of cutting edge up front and I expected him I expected Patrick Vieira to make a, a bit of a substitution all the time um, that didn't come well the keeper came on well yeah, <laughs> well, yeah obviously Vicente Guaita came on for Jack Butland um, apparently was an injury but I, I mean wasn't anything obvious to me to my you. I was a bit perplexed at that one so it'll be interesting to see what Vieira says in the post-match press conference in, in that regard and hopefully obviously it isn't a, a serious injury that will keep uh, Vicente out for too long yeah,
1: so not, not the sub we were hoping for or wanted a first start at sort of half-time, but probably one that was um, required for whatever reason. And then, yeah, a, a second half. Palace came out, didn't they, of the blocks? Certainly, certainly started the second half really, really well. A um, couple of good balls into the box. But I think, like you saying, you're alluding to the number nine. I think we were kind of missing... Well, Jordan knows number nine, right? But we yeah. were missing the kind of the big man up front, we're missing the option, the ball into the box, to get in the end of it. Schluppy worked really, really hard, I thought, throughout the game... I thought Will huffed and Puff that wasn't
0: one of his better performances. Iu as well was always very industrious. I thought.
1: Yeah, and at least they kind of got on the ball, but maybe didn't do too much with it. So it was kind of for me. It was um, they could have done with bringing the Matata on with about twenty minutes to go rather than sixty seconds to go.
0: Yeah, and this is this is a bit of a bugbear of mine with Patrick Vieira. I think that sometimes his substitutions feel like they happen for the sake of it, and sometimes I don't really understand them. Um, I think I saw Will Hughes stripping off at one point. I don't think he even made it onto the pitch, did he, eventually? Right. You know, I thought maybe, you know, you would have thought maybe uh, Düring Mack or check might have been blowing a bit and you might have had to make that substitution, but he never came on the pitch. And, yeah, look, I mean, from half-time, the, the team was crying out for a, an attacker um, to come on. And especially when you thought that Palace, for the last sort of 15 minutes, were under the cosh a little bit. Chelsea came into the game and obviously got their goal, which was disallowed for offside, which quite ridiculous when it's millimeters in that well based on what we saw on the big screen yeah it looks like a fingernail didn't it And you, I think you were having a wee at that point but um, it was number 8 who just came on for them whoever that was uh, great ball through to Lukaku and a good save from uh, Jack Button and the tap in from um, whoever it was uh, in the Chelsea but uh, yeah I he was probably undeserved if I am honest, I was quite pleased that the, the goal got chalked off but yeah I, with Meta coming on what were we two minutes t- towards the end I think something like that yeah, we were crying out for it earlier and As I said, Vieira's substitutions, they don't often make sense to me and maybe that's a sign of an inexperienced manager. Um, Sometimes he feels that he has to make substitutions when he doesn't, uh, doesn't really need to and then sometimes he doesn't make the right subs at the right times and this is when you need really an experienced manager to have experienced heads around him, you know, a a, a coaching staff that has got a lot of League experience and and they don't. You know, Ossian Roberts is not, uh, you know, I appreciate he, he, he... coached at Wales, but he's not a Premier League experience manager or, or, or coach and then, you know, Sean Derry is great to give a, a Palace perspective but again, not well versed in the Premier League in terms of coaching, so um, oh look maybe that's something that, that they're addressing in the summer, but uh, I found that a bit frustrating today, if I'm honest.
1: I guess what's disappointing is, despite Chelsea being pretty Brang Average, Palace didn't have a shing, single shot on target today and that's kind of where you get frustrated. No, That's where you get frustrated that you know, maybe with someone in the box, a big man in the box, at least say, are oh, you getting the balls in the middle? Um, we might have had a, a chance of, of taking something into the game. and it, it took the 89th minute, and I'm not going to pretend to pronounce his surname correctly. Is it Zayacic? Zaya no,
0: I it's no with idea at all.
1: Gets the ball, um, edge, edge of the box, wasn't it? A ball across, and, and you know, Butland could do nothing as they uh, 1-0 and they take the three points. So it was a bit of a, sort of a snatch and grab from Chelsea, and I'm sure they wouldn't take it as a classic
0: performance from them but in the day they're walking out of three points and this has been a theme too long for Crystal Palace is that you know we've been not really creating too much and not, not really capitalising on the possession and the good opportunities that we've had and it's, it's quite frustrating to watch Palace this season and given, given we've got you know you look, at, you look at on paper at the team and we've got enough quality there to be putting not teams away but you know making Good uh, results, at least, and it's really disappointing. Now, I think, as I said to you for half time, you know, I think this is now Palace hasn't won since the 28th of December, and that was the Norwich game. Um, I think that the Cup run, you know, the two wins against Millwall and Hartlepool have perhaps masked a multitude of sins there, and, and <laughs> I wouldn't necessarily draw too many comparisons to the Alan Pardew season where we got to the cup final but it does have a little bit of shade of that the fact that you know I think that fans are uh, perhaps blighted by the fact that we've got that, um, that little run that cup run and had we not have that I think Vieira might be in a bit under pressure a bit more than, than he actually is at the moment
1: it's kind of a so near but so far for Palace yeah. England, isn't it because we are what three four wins off or well, three wins off a, si- a seventh eighth place yeah at the minute of the table and I think there is, down, a, there is an opportunity to have been in the top but yeah you're right look the other way and we're what sort of 8 8 points away from the, the, the bottom bottom 3 so or 10 points from the bottom 3 Sorry, so it's um, it's a bit of a funny funny one for Palace and we should be happy that given the transition in the summer and everything we talked about we're worried about we are in kind of mid table mediocrity but I think it is a case of the, sort of the nearly lads really with Palace and that they could be a lot closer to the, to the top half of the table than maybe they are um, with putting the balls in the box and putting goals away.
0: Yeah, I think I'm, I'm, I'm just a bit frustrated given the, the quality that Palace have got and arguably this is Palace's best squad for a number of years, I'd say. And look, we know teams take a while to, to, to gel and it may be that next season things come to fruition and, and we have that, that purple patch, but... I guess I'm just a little bit frustrated that we've got this quality, but we're not really making that much of a difference on the pitch with it. Um, what I would say is that the two games coming up, Watford midweek and then Burnley next week, Palace, given our record against you know, teams in the, in the lower half of the table, we really need to be winning those games. And if Palace aren't picking up at least four points out of those games, and ideally six, um, you know, I, I think perhaps some questions will be asked of Patrick Vieira.
1: So you mentioned today, um, we talked about the, the sort of the lack of the strike coming on. What do you think would have made difference today?
0: I think to be honest with you, I mean, when we were under that that period of prolonged pressure in the last 15 10 minutes, having a bit of an out ball, I think we uh, we relied on John Nayu and Jeffrey Schlupp running with the ball and carrying it. Where sometimes you you want maybe a focal point, a uh, Christian Benteke, But odds of it was six foot three himself, um, you know. Jean-Philippe Matthes is 6'4. Tekers I think, is a 6'4. You know, I think something, just having a, a recognised striker and someone who not only could get on the ball a, end of the crosses that Elise and other people were putting in there, but someone just to relieve a bit of pressure, hold the ball up maybe, would have made a bit of difference today. Um, and that's, that's where my frustrations lie: the fact that we didn't make that substitution a bit earlier.
1: So, a couple of games, big games coming up. Huge games. Teams in the bottom half of the table or bottom sort of relegation battles. So, Watford on Wednesday night yep. away. Return of, return of... Well, not return of Roy, but, you know, return game of Roy. Return and then... Of Roy. Um, uh, return of the Roy. And then uh, Saturday, next Saturday, Burnley at home. Mm. We've got to be looking for six points.
0: Yeah. Like I said, I mean, given that Watford's an away game, you could potentially allow four points like those two games. But, yeah, we, we, need, we need to be aiming for six, really. Um, and, look, if there's a scenario where we don't... We pick up any less than four... I think there will be questions after if I'm honest um, because given those teams are below us they can really make some headway on us and I think Roy got his first win today didn't he as Watford manager was it one nil? was it against Villa away that's, that's a really good result for them um, and look we could be sitting here come next Saturday given Burnley's 3-0 result uh, of Brighton you know the Palace are now only a few points uh, our cushion has gone you know between these teams and that's when I'd start to worry. So, you know, really important that we pick up some, some, some really good points against these teams for me.
1: So look, as always, to try to stay positive, almost an upwards, how are we getting on the T-shirts?
0: They're in production, I would say. Uh please do keep getting in touch and let me know what sizes you want because they are being ordered. Um, Thank you for those that have been in touch and and let me know about your sizes. Uh, Unfortunately, Anders, the uh, XXXL is not in stock so we'll have to uh, see if we can source that from elsewhere. But uh, in all serious though, uh, yeah, uh, thanks for getting in touch and uh, I've actually been quite overwhelmed by the uh, number of... um, Orders we've had in—it's—it's it's been very touching, um, and yeah, hopefully we'll be able to get these orders out with you in the next couple of weeks. So uh, stay tuned for that. So stay, stay
1: tuned, indeed. Uh, don't forget checking out at Six Pointer Podcast, Instagram, and Twitter for updates on all Palace things, all pods, and Burch. all T-shirts. And, t- <laughs> um, and yeah, big thanks to everyone who does get in touch. We do appreciate it. Um, look, we're going to leave you at Bridget's Tavern, Penge. We're going to finish off our Guinnesses before we head home. Um, as always at Six Pointer Podcast, as always, up, up the, the palace. palace, up to palace,
0: up the palace. The Six Pointer Podcast. <laughs>